Good morning and welcome to our podcast. My name is Ilsa Kepi and this is the Pleasure for Health podcast where we discuss and answer all sorts of questions around relationships and intimacy. And today um, I am really excited to begin potentially a series of podcast episodes on aging and sexuality. Since this is a, a large demographic of my clientele, uh, I thought we would do some discussion and podcasts on how aging affects our sexuality, our relationships, our intimate uh, encounters, and what we can maybe do to be at peace with that, or or to make that better, or to you know come to terms with what's normal and what's not. So if you are ready for this discussion, then then we're gonna dive in and. We're going to particularly focus today on men. I recently uh, shared a blog post on uh, aging and male sexuality, especially around erectile dysfunction. If you want to take a look at the, the written content there, check out my blog on pleasureforhealth.com and then look under the tab blog and you'll see my recent post. So we're going to kind of touch on that and, and, and broaden it out a little bit for you. So. A lot of the times uh, I find men come in, they're, they're sort of maybe 40, maybe 50, sometimes older, uh, and they're really wondering where has their sex life gone? <laughs> I think that's kind of what they're wondering. They're like, where has it gone? I'm here and it's just not happening the way it used to. And when I was 20, I didn't have to think about this. It just happened. I'd meet people, we'd have sex. It was great uh, or not great or whatever it was, but at least it was. <laughs> and now, you know, I'm 40, I'm 50. I have a couple of kids. I have a great partner, but we're just not having intimacy the way that I remember it being. And so what is going on? So I wanted to talk about that because Quite often, by the time uh, a man comes in to see me as a client, he's actually having issues around, um, you know, erectile dysfunction. He's like worried about his performance. He's worried that he's not able to have sex when he wants to. And so it be starts becoming this kind of loop of uh, discontent, this loop of, of dysfunction that is really worrying for a lot of men and I can understand that and often you know it's it's a way more complex issue than the fact that they can't get a heart on anymore um, I mean that's how it's manifesting but that's not really like the issue is not just a physical one like fix the physical like put a new piece in or put a open something and it's all gonna work again because it's not that simple what I've realized in my research and in working with, with men and women in all sorts of ways and different genders is that our sexuality and our, especially our genitalia are a manifestation of everything else that's going on in our body. Like if we are having a great life, if we're really happy and doing well, usually our sexuality is also doing well. Usually our genitals working are working well we feel juicy, we feel alive, we feel energized, we feel turned on. And it's, um, you know, it's not so much of an issue. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have there's there's some disease processes, there's some things that happen with aging that can affect us. Absolutely. 
But for the most part, if this is an unexplained thing, it's often because we are suddenly, uh, or not so suddenly, having emotional, relational, psychological stress issues in our life. And this is starting to come out and be really apparent in our the workings of our genitals, which is really interesting. And for, for women, you know, for people with vulvas, it's an internal process. And so I often do see women coming in with things like depression, with things like, um, you know, pain, but sort of a lack of desire, a general kind of despair about life, uh, a loss, a feeling of, you know, it kind of goes along with the empty nest syndrome. You kind of feel empty inside. And this is a, a feminine way of that manifesting because the genitalia are mostly internal. And what I see with men often, or people with penises, is that their genitals are on the outside and usually have always been that beacon of, of whether you are into something or not is, you know, it's obvious because it's on the outside. So when things start to, you know, get a little mixed up or, or your relationship has changed either, you know, with your partner, with life, with your job, with yourself, then this external manifestation starts showing up. So if we just wanted to define, you know, and just take this erectile dysfunction as the main kind of red beacon that something is changed, something is different, something is not working maybe the way that it used to. And that here's the, the overarching kind of like, okay, something's wrong kind of beacon. And erectile dysfunction is basically defined as the persistent inability to achieve or maintain uh, penile erection sufficient for, well, how they term it here, satisfactory sexual performance. I don't think that's necessarily true to say satisfactory. I think you can have lots of satisfaction in all sorts of ways, but this is the, the definition that is out there on, you know, online. If you looked up erectile dysfunction, so it can encompass everything from the inability to maintain a firm erection to premature ejaculation. Um, and it can often be a symptom of a deeper issue. Here's what, you know, what you'll often see is, oh, this can often be a symbol of deeper issue. And then I have people saying, well, what the heck is the deeper issue? What am I, you know, they don't know that what would be causing that. So let's just kind of get out of the way. You should probably, if you first are encountering this type of issue, go to your doctor and rule out, we call it ruling out things that could be affecting your, your ability to get an erection or your ability to maintain an erection or to ejaculate if you choose to and to have some sort of control over that. If you're having issues with that, the first stop is probably is your medical doctor because you want to rule out things, other things that may be happening to your body. Prostate issues are, are common, you know, as we age, there could be enlarged prostate, there could be, you know, a, um, a sort of hardening of the prostate, there could be all, all sorts of um, compressions in the pelvic area that could be happening because of age or because of tightness, because of scar tissue. There's a lot of things that could go on there. There's also systemic things that you might have diabetes, um, you might have uh, other endocrinol endocrinological conditions. Let me see if I can say that word. Something with your hormones has changed. 
Hypertension, which is high blood pressure, is fairly common nowadays. This can also affect your ability to be healthy in your genitals and to have good genital function. Um, any sort of vascular disease or vascular surgery, so this is anything with your blood flow, right? Obviously, that would make sense if there's something wrong with that. You might have high cholesterol as being shown to have different changes. Um, if you're not getting enough sleep, and this is often something that goes along with our high stress lifestyle these days. You know, you might have a few kids, you might have a high stress job, you might be in a relationship that is changing or that you're struggling with. If you have a sleep disorder or even sleep apnea, you know, many people are finding that out that they have these types of issues. Uh, any sort of drugs that you're on, whether that's illegal drugs or illegal drugs, I suppose, but anything that you're taking into your body, uh, neurogenic disorders, so that's something with your nervous system. Um, if you have Peyronie's disease, which is a distortion or curvature of the penis, and this also I have seen to be often due to scar tissue or to tightness in the pelvis and other areas of the fascial system. And this is my specialty is working with the fascia and the connective tissue. Um, for instance, I had one man who had had abdominal surgery, um, emergency abdominal surgery for an appendix, appendicitis. And after that surgery, because of the scar tissue and the healing in his abdomen, had pain and um, pain with erection and also a curvature of the penis that hadn't been there before. So you can imagine that the tightness of this kind of sleeve of fascia going up uh, that's connected from the abdomen down into the into the genitals was pulling, you know, in different ways and so caused some tightness there, which can cause pain or, or distortion of the shape. And this could change the blood flow. It can also change your sensation with, um, you know, with your erection, you might not enjoy it. And so that if there's pain there, then you kind of you're obviously going to react to the pain and then you're not going to want to engage in sexual activity. And so there's a bit of a feedback loop there. So not to despair, because a lot of times getting some really good fascial work or scar release will will help with this like 95% of the time will really uh, even eliminate any of these issues. So if you have had any of these issues or you think you're, you know, if you've played a lot of sports, I've had other men who played, let's say rugby or soccer or something where you're really, um, you're running or you're pushing like, uh, with your legs a lot. And sometimes, you know, maybe you've hurt your pelvis or you've had lots of groin strains and there's tightness and scar tissue all around this area. You could be affecting the fascia in this area that is, tightening down it's like wrapping in saran wrap all of your genital area your pelvis and so the blood flow is decreased the sensation could be decreased you could be having issues just from that tightness and so if you get a really great physio massage therapist myofascial therapist uh, structural integrative therapist maybe you start doing yoga i know that sounds like a bad word to some men but like if you start thinking about your whole body as connected that this may may help in in many many of the cases um, and you may also get something called uh, with inflammation of your penis 
Um, there can be many, many reasons for this, uh, you know, STDs, you could have uh, tissue changes in the penis, the same as what might happen in other genders as well. Um, I just find that men don't feel able to talk about this as much. So it's important that your first step is to go to your medical doctor and just see if there's anything that could be affecting this that, that you could work with. So after you've kind of maybe eliminated those choices and there isn't anything obvious that's affecting or you've changed some of your lifestyle things and tried to help deal with those, you know, some of the changes that you might notice that are worrying to you or, you know, you might have a decrease in your morning wood, right? You, you might not easily get an erection every morning, which is something that many people with penises will say this is like their, their usual thing during their 20s or teens or 20s, 30s, is that they always wake up ready to go. And this may become less and less um, of a, of a pattern for you. And so this is a normal change as we age is that, you know, you may not have the same, uh, drive, sexual drive as you did in your early, in your early life. So that doesn't necessarily have to mean that your sex life is over because we can actually work with that. We can give you many other ways to enjoy intimacy with your partner and, potentially with a little bit of time and awareness you can have an erection if you want one but you need to kind of have a different relationship it's not just going to be there when you turn around and you don't have to put in any effort and so this is kind of the relational piece that I help a lot of men with it with their genitals is like okay you never had to put any effort into this relationship before <laughs> between you and your penis now you do you know as you age you kind of have to give it some love you need to kind of pay attention to it maybe you need to work with it like what is arousing for you how do you like to be touched how can you um prepare yourself by relaxing the rest of your body by going for a walk before and so you've got the blood flowing like how can you nurture this relationship with your own body so that you're able to bring that online when you want to then relate to another person and i'll just give you a hint that actually this ability to relate to your own body with more more time more sensitivity is exactly what a lot of female bodied people or women will really appreciate because this is what a lot of us in female bodies have had to figure out from the get-go our bodies often and i'm not going to say everyone but like for me anyway it's all always been a case of um, finding out more about my body and how it works and how to relate to it in this more sensitive way and so as men age i actually find they make often better lovers because they're having the same experience with their own body so now we're kind of on a level playing field. It's like, oh, finally, we're going <laughs> to, you know, we can have this conversation. We can sort of work with each other in the same way. So a lot of times, um, you know, if you, you know, if men are interested in other men or other genders, that's great. You may both have to find a new way of relating to your own body and then to your partner as well. And this isn't always a bad thing. Um, you may need different or you, you may need more senses involved to, in order to get aroused. And again, nothing wrong with this. It just requires some creativity. So instead of just 
looking at a picture or looking at your partner or she walks in the room or he walks in the room and you're suddenly excited, now you might have to kind of put yourself into that mode. You might have to imagine some things you're doing. Then you might have to set the stage like mood lighting or having some different touch implements. Maybe you dress up like maybe there's other things involved besides just going, okay, boom, I'm ready to go. So you might have uh, longer periods in between when you can get another hard on. So instead of being able to have sex and then five minutes later, you know, you could go again, you might find that you have more time in between. And again, this doesn't mean that you can't have multiple sexual encounters in a day or two. It just means that you might need to take some time in between. And, and that time could be very well used um, you know, paying attention to your partner, paying attention to the rest of your body, doing some other um, activities that are very intimate, but maybe don't include um, penis and vagina kind of sex, but might need you to have an erection. There's many things that I help my clients um, brainstorm as to what else can you do that feels amazing and is very connecting and all the things that you that come about from sex that doesn't have to include an erection right away. So this is also just getting creative about this. Um, I think also as we age, you know, we have in our culture this, this idea that old people are gross. <laughs> I mean, I'm just gonna put it out there. Like, it's like, oh, wrinkles, ooh, like, uh, you know, and for, for many men, like, they have this joke about their genitals kind of like hanging down and like, you know, um, not looking as great and all, you know their bodies don't look as great and it's the same for any gender we have this kind of age age is not the same as you know youthful beauty and so that that is a hard one to overcome if you have in your mind that you uh, respond to youthful beauty but now you're you know over 50 to kind of come to terms with what bodies normal bodies look like at that age and how they, you know, how we might be. So to, to enjoy touching older bodies is something that, you know, again, it kind of requires this mind shift of like, what's beautiful about this body? You know, the fact that you can touch someone and maybe their folds and wrinkles could be something beautiful to explore and that they still have sensitivity and that it still feels amazing to be stroked and touched and held and caressed and all of the things can feel amazing. In fact, even more amazing because, well, you know, many seniors don't get touched that much. And so when you're able to enjoy that, it actually really brings out this lovely feeling of warmth and bonding and all of the, those great feelings. So this is something that we just have to kind of overcome and, and work with in our own self. And I find that often for people that come and work with me, having the ability to work with someone who's a professional that can touch you, even if it's, you know, this wouldn't be sexual at all, but even just to go and have a massage or go and have a pedicure or go and just have your body cared for by people that care for bodies, <laughs> you know, can be really helpful in accepting your own body changes. And so then learning how to care for your own body as it ages. Um, so this also takes the, the focus away from the genitals to the whole body and enjoying being in a body. I mean, as we get older, we realize 
hey, we have a finite time in this body. Maybe we should enjoy it. Maybe there's still things to experience and enjoy. And it will be slower, potentially. It will be less intense, potentially. It will be more sharing and nurturing, potentially, than, you know, really hot and heavy. But it can be just as amazing and intimate. So, again, this would bring in that idea that we, you know, we have to kind of come to terms with aging in our own minds. And so this is something that I often help people with as well. So the, the final kind of thing that comes up a lot of times for men particularly is that, as we said, when they're young or when people with penises are young, often everything just kind of works. I mean, it, all, it doesn't always. And for those people, they've had to deal with this much younger. But you know, even men who come just for massage, like their body has been healthy, they've been able to do whatever sports they wanted, they could do whatever they wanted sexually, they've never had an issue with their body, and all of a sudden, they're 60 and things just aren't like that anymore, and they start having issues. So this brings up, you know, real, it's like a betrayal. You've suddenly had this relationship with your body that has worked, and now it's betraying you, you know, they're not, it's not working the way it's supposed to, right? So this is the opportunity, if you can see it as an opportunity to relate to your body in a different way. So many men will often get things like depression, they'll start using alcohol, they will just feel like something's wrong with them, there may be chronic diseases, they may have smoked for, you know, there may be other health things that come up that they've used to mask this slow, you know, downward spiral in their mind of, of their body. And then all of a sudden it's getting to this place where they can't find a way to relate to their body anymore in a positive way. And so learning new ways of relating, learning new ways of having intimacy, you know, this is where learning some new techniques might be really helpful. Going to a, a workshop and learning how to be with your partner in different ways, learning how to please each other in different ways, learning what types of touch you like, this is where a professional sex educator, uh, you know, could be really helpful for, for you and or your partner to find new ways of interacting with your body. So this increasing life stress that has ended up with all of these issues, be, you know, affects your intimate relationships. It also affects your relationship with yourself. And at some point there may be, you know, this fork in the road. And so this is where a lot of men will get to. And all of a sudden the fork in the road says, okay, do I take a pill, you know, Viagra or something like that to make things work? Or do I actually take this opportunity to get to know my body in a new way? And so if you choose the pill, there's no judgment about that. But I would say that what I've seen is it just prolongs, you know, now you go a little bit further you know, five or 10 years down the road, that pill doesn't work anymore either, or you take the pill and you found that it actually is kind of a false sense of security because maybe you get an erection, but now you can't feel it very well or you feel disconnected from it, or it's still not having that same effect as what you would like. And so this other fork in the road of this opportunity to have this new relationship with yourself is still there. Um, it gets harder and harder the older and older you get because obviously we have more and more baggage that goes along shame despair um, perhaps your your relationship with your partner has deteriorated because of the all of the feelings that you're having about your own body has has now 
you know, kind of spread out into your relationships. Potentially you have depression, sleep problems, stress issues, maybe your health is deteriorated. It can really go a long way towards kind of blowing up your entire life. And I hate to say that 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 is potential, but it, it really is the potential because this is such a core issue for many men. And it is such a, like we said at the beginning, a sign that there's deeper stuff coming to the surface. And if you still push down those deeper things, you're going to kind of create more and more havoc on the surface. So this is when I, you know, I really think having some emotional support, whether that's counseling or coming to a sex educator, really working with these issues deeply, um, learning how to relate in different ways. It's a fascinating journey and it takes time. I mean, my longest client so far has been a, a decade now and that doesn't mean that it's not working. I think a lot of people are like, well, you know, one month to better erections or whatever is the only way to go. And potentially, you know, you can take a pill and it will work for a while. But is that the be all and end all of what you're looking for with your body, your partner, partners, um, your sex life? Is that really what you want? Is it just a pill where you feel like it's you're not in control? You have to take this external thing in order to to perform. And is that really you? And again, you know, uh, if that is, that's great. And I, I don't have judgment about that per se, but I just know so many people that get caught in that. I need to, I need to act and be a certain way in order to be acceptable. And it's unfortunate that that gets, gets us caught in this loop. So I would highly recommend that if you are a man and you're, you know, reaching these age 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, and you're still wanting to have an intimate sexual life and you're still wanting to have improve this uh, relationship with both your own body and with other people, that there are ways to work with this. There are ways to um, take this as an amazing doorway into a whole new world that will actually give insight into other, you know, like females, other people with different um, genitalia have had these kinds of experiences already. And you can kind of understand their world a little bit more, which is not a bad thing to get a different perspective. I mean, age potentially is an opportunity to get out of our own selfish perspective and be, be able to look from the eyes of many perspectives. And hopefully that, well, I think it really does sum up what wisdom is. And if we want to give age its due, it hopefully would be that we gain some wisdom and insight into what it's like to be other people, what it's like to have a different perspective. What is it like to have something that doesn't work without any thought? You know, what is it like to have to uh, pay attention to ourselves in a different way and others? So if you are listening to this and this is really intriguing for you, stay tuned to my podcast, my blog, get on my newsletter. Um, you know, go sign up, uh, have a look at my website, pleasureforhealth.com. I have um, a few online courses there already. I work with people either online or in person. We have a retreat center where you can come for a few days and actually really dive deeply into this, all of these types of questions um, and work with both the body and the emotions with this. If that intrigues you, please do stay in touch. And if it is 
you know, something that you're interested in hearing more about, let me know, because I'm thinking to make this a bit of a series, because it seems to have hit a nerve with many of, of my clientele, like I said, who, who are more on the aging side of things. So I'm happy to make more material and, uh, and put it out there on aging and sexuality. Maybe it'll eventually become a little mini course and it'll go from there. So let me know if you enjoyed this podcast, if it helped you to think about this in a different way. And if you are excited about learning more, do stay in touch. And I hope to have you join me next time. So it's Elsa signing off. Check out my website, pleasureforhealth.com. Send me a note. Tell me what you thought. Um, tell me what kind of material you would find interesting. And um, I will be connecting with you all soon.